He strung the sunfish on his forked willow stick. How do? spoke up the little girl shyly. Clint gave her a civil reply. She appeared to be younger than he, which fact mitigated his embarrassment. I never saw anyone who could catch fish like you, she exclaimed admiringly. Clint did not realize it, but that was probably the only speech which could have detained him. More, it caused him to look at her. Her eyes were dark and bright, most disconcerting to look into. But something compelled him to. Me? Oh, I'm not so good, he replied, and suddenly conscious that he was awkwardly twisting his body, he sat down upon the grass. Strangely, too, he felt loath to leave. Oh, you must be, she went on, round-eyed and earnest. I heard my daddy say there wasn't any fish in this river. Well, there are, only it ain't a river. Do you like fish? To eat? Yes, I do. I'm so sick of greasy fat bacon. All right. I'll clean a couple of these sunfish for you, offered Clint, and bounding down to the water, he whipped out his knife and made the very best job he could of dressing his largest two sunfish. These he impaled on a fork of willow and climbed back up the bank. She had leaned over on hands and knees to watch him, and her look stirred something unaccountable in him. There now, you tell your mother, or whoever's your cook, to salt them and fry them quick, without any flour or meal. Clint did not catch her murmured thanks, and he was divided between a hope she would go and a fear that she might not stay. But she sat back and gazed at him in the friendliest way. What's your name? she asked. Clint Belmont? She repeated it and giggled. Funny name, but it's prettier than mine. What's yourn? Maybelle. Why, that's an awful pretty name. It's so silly. Have you a brother or sister? No, there's just me and Pa and Mom. Just like me. Isn't it dreadful? My mother says I'm spoiled. Are you? I reckon Pa thinks so. Where are you from? Ohio. We lived on a farm. We did too, back in Illinois. I didn't like it. But I sure like this traveling west, don't you? May mused over that seriously. Sometimes I get homesick. Huh. What'd you do back home? I went to school ever since I was five. I liked that. Did you go to school? Four years. Pa says he'll bet you it's all I'll ever get. I'll be darned glad. Where's your pa taking you? West. He doesn't know where. My daddy says the same thing. Don't you think they're a little crazy? Ma says Pa is plumb out of his head. I... I wish we was traveling west together, said May boldly. It'd be... nice replied Clint, confronted with the most amazing circumstance of his life. Just at that moment, Clint heard his mother calling, and as he arose, another call, evidently for May, came from the adjoining camp. She got up and gingerly lifted the fish on the willow branch. Clint wanted to say something, but he did not know what. I'll tell my daddy if, 
if you'll tell yours, May said eagerly. Tell what? stammered Clint. That me and you, we want to travel west together. Ride on the front seat sometimes together. Won't it be lovely? Will you tell your daddy? Sure, gulped Clint, appalled at the strangeness of the truth this little girl had made him see. Then they separated, and she was not alone in looking back. Clint found his father had returned from town, so excited about something that he scarcely noticed the fish Clint proudly exhibited. His mother listened seriously while she went on preparing supper. Clint took his fish down to the brook and cleaned them, pondering over what might have happened. He guessed it had only to do with the further journey west, and returning to the campfire, where he quietly helped his mother, Clint soon learned that they were to join one of the great freighting carriers.